Hello and welcome to UNE Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Blake. And I'm Kate. And uh, nothing far from the usual. Uh, we'll talk about Skyrim for our first segment <laughs> because we we all know plenty about Skyrim. And I think uh, what we started to talk about was only, I guess, which god would each of us be here in studio. God including Daedric Princes and such because that adds a bit more elements, I feel, a bit more to spice. it. Mm. A bit a bit more to it. So, mm. Chris, what are our options? Because it's been a long time since I've hung out with the gods. Okay. Mara's a god, right? Mara's a god of love, yeah. yes. Can I, can I test myself quickly? Wait. I want to try and remember them. Oh, we get, all right, we've got okay. the test. I've got the list there's, up. There's nine divines, right? Though there's only... Eight if you follow the Empire. Yeah, <laughs> the Empire only officially recognizes eight because they don't believe a human should be able to transcend to godhood. So they don't recognize Talos. With Talos... Did he chimp? Is that why he's a god? I think that might be... I'll find out. I'll find out his history while Blake tries to list the other divines. For people who don't know, the idea of chimming is realizing that the world is but the god's dream, and it leads to you either becoming basically a god yourself, or realizing you don't exist, so you promptly don't exist. Mm. So in Talos's case, if he chimmed if that's what happened he basically was like oh damn i'm in a dream i'm lucid dreaming and just ascended to godhood yeah nice so um you've got talos who is officially recognized as a divine in skyrim but not really anywhere else you've got akatosh you've got kinnereth mara um god um. Ah. Uh, you want some titles, and we'll see if we can get if yeah, you can get yeah, this. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so ones you hadn't mentioned. Uh, let's see, the goddess of beauty. Um, Debella. Yep. Now, otherwise known as goddess of women, I believe. Mm. Um, the god of wisdom and logic. Uh. Divines bless your kind heart. <laughs> Sorry, I just. It, it's just this the is, quote has. I believe this is the god of many mages. It's not Akatosh. I spent so much time hanging around the um, wizards guild. Can I get a starting level? J. Uh, I I don't got it. Sorry. Surely my fellow Winterhold students would have cursed in his name. Hmm. I have no idea though. Julianos. Julianos, okay. yeah. Um, you've got the god of mercy. Standar. Yep. <laughs> and the god of work and commerce. Sounds like it should be a short name. A short sounding name. I want to crack wise and say Morax, but that's the wrong game. I don't know what that one is, but Genshin. yep. Okay, yep, definitely not it. <laughs> is, is it an N name? I feel like it's an Z. Uh, not, not Zendikar, not Zenithar. Blake, you got it right. <laughs> it is Zendikar, is it? Zenithar. Zen- All right, consider me wrong. That's a long name. I th- okay, that... Zenithar's a god of work commerce, Wait. otherwise represented by an anvil, I believe. Wait, mm. no wonder I got confused, because it's a name that's also used in D&D. Z- no, that's Xanathar. Yeah, Xanathar's guide to everything. And Zendikar is a plane in Magic the Gathering. This is just Xanathar. Too many Zs in 
fantasy. Yeah. Many, many Zs because it's a mysterious letter, honestly. Yeah, mm. extreme um, cool letters. So yeah, I think you got everything else. You mentioned Akatosh RK, Kinnereth. I didn't mention RK. You did not? God oh, of the Dead. God of Life and Death. Yep. Um, Amulet of Mara. That's yep. why I remember it, because it's the marriage item. Yes. Yep. And, yeah. I think I'll have a bit more luck with, like, the Daedra. Oh, I can do the Daedra. You want to try some Daedra? Well, I can do some Daedra. All right. Uh, let's list them off. What you got, Kate? The Wabajack guy, Shiagorath. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's one. So there seems um, to be fifth. No. Hold up. Did we 15. fight Shiagorath in D&D once? Um, no, he was just an antagonist of sorts who just sort of brought you there because okay. that was my game. Rightio. He, he brought you to the world of Skyrim. Because, because I remember, I remember you doing an impression of him, I think, and it was good. It was enjoyable. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was <laughs> real fun. There's also technically Jigalog from Oblivion, but he's not in Skyrim. He's taking the millennium uh, off. Jogalog, I think he is. Yeah, it's like what Jigalog. Is he? or He's uh, the god of order. He's and not the god of clowns? No. No. <laughs> Shiogorath and Jogalog, um, they, in Oblivion... They were one and They are one thing. Oh, no. I think in Skyrim they are as well. It's just that Shiogorath is currently taking the reign. Mm. No, because I think they are separate entities now, because I think there's a theory, at least, that the Shiogorath we meet in Skyrim is the hero from Oblivion having completed Shivering Isles. Yeah, because you become Shiogorath after the completion. I have, I have, you take his role. I always have had a soft spot for duality gods, I've <laughs> got to say. Um, yeah. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of more... Yeah, you know what? I don't know my princes. I just know Shiogorath. Don't know Deirdre the, the Princess. All right, Blake, like give us some go. Yep, that's Ooh, one. Oh, the mace. Yep. The mace like of Molag Baal. Always so pointy. What's his title? He is... Who is it who gives you the withering rose? Sanguinous. Sanguine. Oh. Sanguine's rose. Mm. A sanguineous or something like that. Uh, sanguine. It's the sanguine rose. Sanguine. Sanguine's rose. Yeah. yeah, is the item. He's the god of debauchery. Yep. Malik Baal. Um, god what of torture? You... Do, I have a, do I have a title? People freak out when you hit him with that mace. Yes. Mm. Quite frankly, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is terrifying. Stamina draining and soul trapping. It's like you smack a person with it, and then they are they're they're running away. They're you know. Daedric they, Prince, whose sphere is domination and enslavement of mortals. Domination and enslavement, yeah. Then there's um, Vermino. Vermino, yep. Vermino. Treachery. Daedric Prince, dreams and nightmares and evil omens. Cool. That was it. Because, um, their mission was actually very different originally. Mm-hmm. Oh. Originally. What the mission was was, you turned Yal Balgraf's kids against him, and in some ter- forms of it, they actually killed him. Ooh. Yal Balgraf being the guy who runs White Rum when you first get there. Ooh. So that would have changed how the um, war had gone. Yeah, and Although there's actually you still bits of it in the code dummied out, and there's mods that just exist to piece it back together and make it a working quest again. I love it when people do that when they take the stuff that is technically already there and they just mm. make it ready, polish it up. Mm. Yeah, so right. we had Love who else forgot? Zamina, Molag Ball, Sanguine, and um, Shiagorath. There's also Boethio. Mm-hmm. Who is, I believe Boethio is the god of treachery because she asks you to uh, despite, deceit, conspiracy, and secret plots of murder, assassination, treason, and unlawful overthrow of authority. 
good resume. Mm. <laughs> mm. Quite a list there. He is often worshipped by the orcs. Yes, the, all the orc he, tribes worship him. He will forsake him. anyone who takes the, pr- the honor of the kill if they did not make the kill. Right. Mm. Uh, there's also Azura. Owner of Azura's, Azura's star. star. That's the thing that lets you take all It's souls. an infinite soul yeah. gem. But not human souls. Unless you do a certain part of the Which mission. Which gets you the black star. Yep. yep. So I normally take the black soul gem because there's a lot of people in Skyrim. There is a I lot don't of need, I don't need yet another follower. <laughs> there's also a lot of wolves, though. Nocturnal. Yep. Patron, patron of thieves. Yep. Cause, and her artifact is the skeleton key. From the Thieves' Guild quest. Which you can't keep unless you don't want to finish the Thieves' Guild quest line. Yeah, it's an unbreakable lockpick. Ooh. So a lot of people will often just take that and level up their lockpicking so that they can then just work their way through the lockpicking skill tree, get automatic unbreaking picks, mm-hmm. and then finish the Thieves' Guild line. Yeah. There's also... Um, Well, we've got many of the obvious ones. Should I give? Should I give you? I, I think I misnamed on one. Hmm. Vermina, you said was nightmares, right? Uh, Vermina's. She well, she's about nightmares. Uh, the realm of dreams and nightmares and evil omens. So I, I was actually thinking of the wrong one then. Oh, that you're thinking of Mathala, aren't you? Mathala, that like, yeah, Mathala, the one with um the. Uh, it's her. Uh, the the katana. Yeah, Ebony Blade. The Ebony Blade, that's the one. Yep. Skyrim actually sounds... I should play Skyrim more. Mm. This is making me uh, want to actually play Skyrim. Clavicus Vile. Yes. Um, well, he has two artifacts you can uh, yeah, take. Yeah, but one Only of them is not a Daedric artifact. No. If you get the axe from Clavicus Vile, you cannot get the Daedric Worshipper achievement because it is not classed as a Daedric artifact. Ah, uh, so you're given the choice between two and you have to pick a particular well, one. Well, because the choice is either you kill Barbus, the, the invincible dog. dog that's been with you. The talking dog, yes. That's, that's the whole thing of the plot line is... No thanks, I'm keeping the talking dog. You keep the talking dog and therefore you get to keep the mask of Clavicus Vile. Yes. And the dog rejoins his master. Keep your axe, good mm. sir. I'm keeping the dog. Oh no, the dog, the dog rejoins him. Aww. Because that's his pet. And mm. sort of his conscience, conscience in, given, in human form. Also, as a side note, without Barbus by his side, uh, Clavicus Vile can't manifest far from his shrine, he mentions mm. in the quest. Well, he is a Daedric Prince, and Daedric Prince is a bad, right? That's, that depends who you are. <laughs> Azura, okay. for example, is the one of the ones that's not known to be inherently evil. Mm. The other one being Meridia. A new hand touches the beacon. Yes, all the damn time. Her artifact <sighs> is Dawnbreaker. And it is one of the more surprising and annoying quests to stumble across. Mm-hmm. Not because it's hard, but because it'll show up anywhere. Any lootable source, I believe. Well, Once I think you hit, many I think, level 15... Just- there is a chance whenever you open a chest for the first time for Meridia's Beacon to be there. I think it's like 10, probably. I feel like I've been encountering it much earlier than that. Yeah. But, like, it's it can show up in any chest, in any place, for any reason. At the end of a dungeon, yeah. Random chest in a giant's thing. In sure. the tavern, in your own house. Inside the giant. In the I don't think you can find it. Source. I don't think you can find it on any enemies. I think you can find it in dragons. 
I think you can find them on giants and dragons, okay. like the big lootables. Okay. So what happens when it happens? Um, you get immediately bombarded with the dialogue of a new hand touches the beacon. See, I'm getting the really funny mental image of you're committing a crime, right? You're breaking into a place. It's nighttime. You're in a cover of darkness. You're here fiddling with your unbreakable lockpick. Opens chest, has a look. Another hand touches the Only when you pick it up. You can leave it in the chest if you so wish, but it will reappear somewhere else. It's shiny ball. A new hand touches the beacon. Every garden window. I have any idea that it's telepathy, but, like, I mean, you couldn't tell because embassies don't react to much in Skyrim. Mm. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah, alarms going off, everything freaking out, instant bounty of 100. How many am I missing? Um, so let's see. Who did you list so far? All right, so you've done Azura, Boethia, Clavix Vile, Juggalog, Malakath. Yep. Mephala, Meridia. Uh, Mayrune's Dagon is another one. There you go. His dagger is really interesting. 1% chance to just immediately kill whatever it hits. Which means you can do it to Alduin, yes? I think Alduin might be immune, but the Boo. other dragons aren't. I think, yeah, some some characters cannot be killed by it, mm. Alduin being one of them. Just can't skip a boss fight. <laughs> Screw your cheesing of boss fights. It'd be yeah. funny, though. Anyways. I am Alduin, son of Akatosh, you got and I am the god of... <laughs> Molag Bal, Nocturnal, Sanguine, Sheogorath of Amina. So who you're missing is one, two. Remember that we also three, did um, Malal four. or whatever. Hmm. Malay Bal. Uh, no, the one with the sword. Malal. Mafala. Yeah, yeah. Mafala, I mentioned that. That's the one. Um, so you're missing. Let's see. One, two. Hmm. This place has got a whole pantheon. Uh, three. Pyridae. P is right. Um, pi. It's pi something. Nope. Wrong game, Blake. Because <laughs> <God damn> <laughs> um, I know this guy, he's the god, of, he's the Daedric Prince of Disease. Correct. And it's like... Oh, he's uh, just Plague. Yeah, Plague. And his, I, oh, I try to always do his mission because his shield is amazing. Mm. This shield is better than a Daedric shield from what is I remember. Is that the one that immunizes you against dragon fire? You get yes. a, a magic ward when you pull up block. Mm. That blocks more damage over a period of time than any dragon can output. Is this the one that you needed the rubies for? Yes. yes. Yeah. Flawless ruby. Yeah. There's some very specific quest items you needed to get to, or in order for uh, like this, god, this god's servant to make the potion so you can talk with him. Mm. I had to be careful not to say the name there. <laughs> Can I get another letter? P E. Periite? Yes. Okay. You were close. Yeah, because I was singing something along the lines of pyrite, but I'm you were you were right with this with that sound, but mm. it yeah. did not start with it. Okay, so that leaves Periite. Um, so you are missing. Da -da 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 -da. You mentioned that one. That one. You're missing two. Okay. What what are their domains, and are they seen in Skyrim? Uh, yes, both scenes go. Um, so, one of them, they are the Daedric Prince of the Hunt. Um, here's scene. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing re remarkably and well. Have you done the Dragonborn DLC? Because that will tell you what this one is. Oh. Is, you, is it? It can't. It's not Mirak. Oh, Mirak is not a god. Hermaeus Mora. The god of knowledge, yes. <laughs> we Cthulhu looking ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, there was, there's not enough of that. I mean, also in all of Mirak's equipment is tentacles, it would seem. Mm. Mm. You, you get a staff and you can spray a wall of tentacles. It's like, this oh, is a nightmare for anyone. That sounds <laughs> Except good. some people, obviously. That sounds useful. Mm. I always liked having staffs and things that summon stuff because then I could just stand back. Mm. Oh, it's it's a it's a wall die. of things, so it doesn't move. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's like the wall of fire, frost, and shock. Spells. Well, you know, flame atronach mm. in one hand, sanguine's rose in the other. Just the summon stuff. Let that go. doesn't um, work, does it? What do you mean? You can't have multiple summons on the field. You can only have one summon uh, unless you have a mod or something that allows you to have more, as yeah. I do. Are you sure? No, actually. Conjuration does have a thing that allows you to summon two. Ah, okay. There is because, a perk to summon two. Oh, yeah. I probably always went for that because I seem to remember having my familiar and my flame atronach hanging around mm. with me at the same time. Yeah. The con the Conjuration skill tree, I would say, is still my favorite skill tree because it's mm. funny to summon a, a Dramoron yeah. and just let them go kill because you are stronger than anything. To, I think I always wanted to get that final thing at the end of that skill tree that just lets you have them around constantly. Ah, so it's like, hi. I'm a party of yeah. one. Not, a, not a, <laughs> It's not a skill skill tree thing. That's no. Just you earn them after doing the College of Winterhold conjuration. You have requests. to max out uh. the. Le you have to hit level ninety, I believe, in conjuration. Yep. Okay. And then go talk to Finnis Gestor in the college. Mm. Mm. The only reason I remember his name of any other professors is because again, conjuration's my favorite one. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoyed College of Winterhold. I don't have a whole lot of. Uh, Skyrim knowledge, I suppose, but with the stuff mm. that I have played, I enjoyed messing around in the College of Winterhold. Yeah. Mm. It's got some pretty brutal quests, though. Mm. The Labyrinth is pretty hectic if you don't if you aren't properly leveled for it, because the game doesn't warn you there's a Dragon Priest at the end. Mm. Well, there's a Dragon Priest at the end, not to mention uh, Soul Gems that have the, souls the spells stored in them, so you get Fireball blasted down the hallway. Mm. Damn. So if you do not have a ward spell ready to go, <laughs> you might you're gonna get blasted in the face by a fireball. Mm. And also, um, the wisps I always found to be really annoying to fight. They are very small targets. And they also seemed to be a, like really defensive when I fought them, like really high defenses. Hmm. I remember the time that I went around exploring the campus of Winterhold College, and then I think this. Was this the time I went looking for Jizago because he disappeared? I don't know. Probably, and I think you, like, punched him in the face and killed him. No, I didn't. I didn't. Though there was a time that I got a little bit too overzealous with the Mace of Molagbal, but uh, that was on a different save file. In this one, he just kind of ended up warping his way back to campus, and I was wandering around looking for him, and I ended up in the area beneath the college. You know how there's that... There's that trap door, oh, and the then midden. there's the, the midden, yeah. So I ended up down there and exploring down there and getting lost and solving whatever puzzles I needed to solve. It wasn't at all my intention when I started playing that day, but, you know, three hours have passed, and hi, I'm in a cave. The Underforge in the midden is also really interesting, and that it can be used to make a lot of really interesting equipment. So was that that thing that I found in the depths where there was the weird magic ingredients around it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm. You so can use them to make different spells, specifically by combining a ruined book with a different type of elemental salt. You can yeah. create the Atronach books. Mm. And by combining dwarven equipment with, I think, ebony and something else, you can turn it into daedric gear. Mm. 
Yeah, Eb- Ebony, Ebony Gear, Daedra Heart. Um, you also require the Sigil Stone, which is a thing you get for uh, the Conjuration Adept thing, or the Expert mm. thing. Mm. Master, I should say, really. So yeah. uh, the Master quest that Finis Gestor will give you, you get given a Sigil Stone by him, which you need the you need to summon a Dramora multiple times to give you a Sigil Stone from Meryn's Dagon's realm. Mm. And it just refuses, so you punch it in the face. It refuses two times before. It's just like, I I surrender. <laughs> I will, it's like, summon me once again, and I will have your sigil stone. Mm. He's, he's not happy. He's like, I am not your plaything, when you summon him the second time. <laughs> it's like, you are, I'm afraid, because I want a sigil stone, and you're not giving it to me, so I'm going to be going to do this again. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we probably rambled on Skyrim for yeah, a fair we've while. Yeah, been going for a bit. Um, we will head off to a music break. So you've been listening to Tuna, uh, to Uni Game Society Radio on Tuna FM 106.9. <laughs>
music like this is what we do. Oh yeah, so can we pretend that I'm 22 today? I go to heaven without raising hell. 106.9 Tune FM. It's like I'm frozen here in this moment, right before falling through the ice. I'm suspended, my whole world is ending, and all that you said was goodbye. What am I to say if you're Welcome to back to UNI Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. We didn't exactly uh, put a god to each of us yet, so I thought, while just on, on the radio, if I can take a quiz and these two can help me decide on some of these answers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is for what Elder Scrolls god, god are you? So, this is only of the Nine Divines, not of uh, the Daedric Princes. There is another quiz for that, which could probably be done... Later tonight, if we will, if this is just a Skyrim show, <laughs> I'm sure people won't mind. <laughs> so I mean, hey, we could all use some new Skyrim content, couldn't we? Mm. Oh, we could use a new Elder Scrolls, Todd. How long have we got? 
How long what? How? What's the current state of Elder Scrolls Six? Um, well, no. Let I'll do a quick Google and see if there's Elder Scrolls Six news, if anything has showed up. Um, Elder Scrolls Six release date, news and rumors. When was this? Fifteenth of May. Oh, that's recent actually. Um. That's my charge. Well, this is hope, it seems. I mean, at oh. that point, that's all we've got for Elder Scrolls 6. Okay, so mm. Elder Scrolls 6, what you need to know. What is it? The highly anticipated sequel to the Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim. Duh. When can I play it? Not anytime soon. Oh. Fair enough. Okay. Um... What can I play it on? PC is a safe bet, as is Xbox Series X, but PlayStation 5 is less of a certainty because Bethesda is owned by Microsoft now. Yeah, though I still believe it would be, you know, economically poor thinking to, um, you know, try and, sorry, words, locking up, um, to lock out a solid proportion of your player base behind a... Well, restriction of the console, system, you mind. Yeah. yeah. When that's never really been a thing for the Elder Scrolls before. Elder Scrolls, as far as I know, it's been on every console and PC mm. for a while. I don't know if Elder Scrolls Daggerfall and Arena, but yeah, Oblivion was back on like not Oblivion, uh, Morrowind was back on like PS2, Xbox, I believe, and probably PC by extension. Um, yeah, I know for a fact Morrowind is currently on Steam. Yeah. So Todd Howard said that the game will be coming after Starfield, the company's next big IP, but given Starfield isn't releasing until late 2021, at the earliest, oh. Elder Scrolls Six is still years away. Mm. So, uh, yeah, you might you might be waiting a little while for Elder Scrolls Six, which is a shame. Just a while. <sighs> That's all right. We'll, ah, well. we'll get there someday. We'll probably still be playing Skyrim up until the day it releases. <laughs> <laughs> Any case, so I guess we can try doing this quiz. There's a lot of options to choose from here. It's going to take a while to yeah, read through, I feel. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Um, let's see. So the first question is you are a... Pain in the it's, it's, uh, Yeah, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a shrewd businessman, successful hard worker, architect, planner... Um, these are different things. Um, yeah. Rule breaker, artist, defiant, fighter, and a rags to riches kind of person. Passionate lover, tinkerer, determinist, thinker, fighter, leader, creator, trickster, tester, storyteller, healer, protector. Is there a shorter quiz? <laughs> There's a few less answers, I feel. Look, I'm doing this one at the moment, and there are a lot of these. There are many. There are many questions. I... Well, Do I don't want to have to answer... Why is Gamora? I don't need to have, you know, 10 different options for everything. Can I have, like, five? Yeah, What's this, this one, one has a lot of options. Nope, not that. Can I find... Which one from the Elder Scrolls do you most like? Here's another quiz. Try this one, maybe. Okay, sure. Go with this. As less things per thing. Alright. Game series and uh I wanted. Let's see what this quiz does. So what is your age? Well, I can answer that. <laughs> I am twenty-two. 
No, uh, it has 18 to 24 years old. That'll do. I am male. Why this matters here? <laughs> I feel like do the gods just, are genderless. Yeah. The gods are genderless, no? Except, I mean, maybe except Devella. Who knows? Oh, and, well, Talos was a man. No, I suppose once you get to godhood, it doesn't really matter. I feel like it doesn't matter, no. Even if, like, the Daedra are called Daedric princes, even though some of them take I a feminine go- form. I was going to ask about that. They are still considered genderless, but, yeah. They have preferred forms. Yeah. But when you get down to it... To defeat the Huns, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. It's the weekend and you have nothing to do. What do you spend your free time doing? Reading or enjoying some sort of literature, helping to protect wildlife, sleeping in, watching TV or playing video games. What free time? (laughs) Mood on the last thing, but I have free time playing video games. Yeah. You find a wallet with an ID in it. It has $300 and some odd change in it, but you could easily return it. What do you do? Return it to its original owner. It's his. Keep it. If you dropped it, he must not care about it too much. Got to return it because I'm not an asshole. Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) Here that a nearby wildlife area is being cleared. Do you lead the cause in protecting the area? Do your part in protecting the area? Wish there was something you could do, but you don't feel like it. Not give a care whatsoever. I mean, I feel like you're the kind of person who would help if there was something wrong. I may not lead it, but I could probably do my part. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that may be. You know, if that's showing up to a rally in center town. Yep, sure. Mm. I've done my quiz. Oh, I got that was quick. <laughs> Kinnereth? Kinnereth? Kinnereth. God of nature. God of nature. Yeah, I think I think I said I like nature one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Kinnereth, the goddess of air. There you go. So, yeah. yeah, she's all things natural from memory. She's all natural. Yep. I mean, the quest you do for the Temple of Kinnereth in Whiterun in Skyrim has you going to a shrine. You get given because you've always got um, Danica, I think her name is. Mm. Around, she's like she, the first thing she says to you whenever you walk by her is, "It's a shame, isn't it?" That um, rings a bell. Yeah, so it's she's referring to the tree that's in uh, the center of the. It's not the market district to come up with the, the middle cloud dist- district. No, the clouds are Dragon Ridge. Any case. It's right near the cloud district. I but this is not the cloud district. You don't very often, do you? No, I don't, <laughs> Nadim. It is not the cloud district. It's the center one. Whatever the case. Um, mm. The tree that's in that district, in that courtyard, is, is the, the dead tree. Is this tree. the courtyard where there is the child called Lucy? Uh, Lucy, uh, I think, the yeah. The girl? I think yeah. I adopted she, her she hang, She hangs around there, but she also goes to the market district. Yeah, I and think you I can, adopted her once. You can sometimes find her in the Bannered Mare. Mm. Um, it's the district where uh, Heimsker is yelling nonsense about Talos. Ah, yes. <laughs> They're probably the most killed NPC <laughs> <laughs> of any playthrough because it's just like... Shut up. But okay, you got to be a bit more specific when you say where the orphan hangs out. Because in Skyrim, that's specific, a lot of children. The specific no, but in Whiterun, there's only one. The when the game starts, yes. <laughs> you can technically adopt any child so long as no one sees you do the deed. Do you not have to have a reputation? Is that it? I mean, so long as no one sees you off their parents. I mean, then you just go to jail and then adopt them later anyway, don't you? Or pay, uh, the, or pay the fine. The child isn't available for adoption. 
Oh, fair enough. I mean, that would make sense. <laughs> so the child, so mm. they know. They know. Okay. Yep. Like, no, I'm not going to be nope, a child not, of not my parents' murderer. Not going to live with my parents' murderer. No, thank you. Because I know. No, no, no. We're good. Um, mm. I find it interesting on that note that uh, the kid that starts you off on the Dark Brotherhood questline, he doesn't seem to move to the orphanage. He seems to just sort of stay in Windhelm. So That's because he has already just escaped the orphanage. No, no, no. But part of his voice line is like, I'll return to them in time, but I'll just give them a while to clean up the mess. I've played Skyrim too much. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. But I couldn't care. Um, any case, with... All Aventus. Kinnereth's uh, quest. So, Danica asks for you to retrie- retrieve a sapling from her shrine mm. down in East March, I believe. Mm. Okay. In the marshes. East March is where Windhelm is. That's that hold. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go there, you can find other devout people that are praying to the tree. Um, there's somebody that overhears you in the temple, like in Whiterun, saying mm-hmm. that uh, I would. I always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. So can I join you? Do you say yes? Mm-hmm. And he will follow you cool. uh, to the shrine. Um, I, I don't think it's a sapling. I think it's a. I think it's like a bark graft off one of the trees. One of them, yeah. Mm. Jake's and bark off, and then it's supposed to heal the no current tree that's in oh, Whiterun. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, Danica gives you a special knife, or she asks you to retrieve one? Is that it? No. Yeah. I think you have to get it from a coven of witches or, like, the hag, hag ravens. ravens. Yep. You have to kill some hag ravens to get this specific knife, because it's a ritual to get mm. the bark off the tree. Um, so, yeah, when you get to the temple, there, to the shrine, uh, the... Big trees' roots are blocking the path. You have to use the dagger to make the roots move out of the way. Magic trees, so it moves. Cool. Mm. Um, however, after you've done that a few times, the person who's been following following you will say, no, you can't take this. Like It is sacred. Just mm. take a sapling uh, from it instead. And there's your choice. You can either go ahead and uh, cut off some of the bark from the tr- from the big tree, or you can take take a sapling back to Danica mm. and then grow that as a new tree. Okay. Um, if you decide to take some of the bark off, everyone in the shrine becomes hostile to you. And oh. I believe Spriggans are also there. Oh. So have fun mm. with that. Yep. Comes a good so old-fashioned murder fest. So just take the sapling and leave. Both, mm. are, op- both things are things you can do. You, there's not neither one's the right answer. You can mm. do either or. Um, I can't. Be- I can't remember what you get given as a reward for doing it mm. in White Run. Um, but I think you get like a like a buff effect. Oh no! Yeah, you get the blessing of Kinneret. I can't remember what oh, that does. Cool. Yeah. I think it, it's probably just uh, the same effect as her amulet if you wear it. Yeah, the amulet of the shrine. Yeah. What was the Kinneret amulet's effect? I'll have a look. Yeah, I don't remember that one. It makes me think like it, it had something to do with potions. Just potions, plants, that kind of thing. Maybe. I know what some of these were. Like, um, I know Talos is, of course, the... Uh, you get shout cooldown reduction, mm-hmm. which I always take because it's just like, why not? Mm. 20% cooldown reduction on shouts. Right. You didn't need to tell me twice. 
Increased stamina by 25 points. Okay, that's pretty good. Though I don't believe... I feel like the blessing is probably something different then. Okay. Let's have a look at... Gilda... Gleam, which I believe... Gilda Green. Gilda Green, yeah. It's the Gilda Green tree in White Run. And there's also something here for Gilda Green saplings, so... So they're different. Yep, because it's likely marking different items. Hmm. Born from the branches of the Elder Green. Okay, let's just... Here we are, the Blessings of Nature. Yay. What do we get? Reward, one point increase to Restoration, and the Nettlebane knife, which is a knife used in the mission. Okay, cool. Danica. Notable items are a Restoration skill, bro skill book. In the top chamber of the tree, a chest is hidden against a rock wall. Random leveled loot. Random gems and loot, and there's a corundum ore vein. There does not seem to be any benefits or long-term repercussions from completing the quest by either gathering the sap and defeating the spriggans, or by bringing Maurice, John Drell, and retrieving the new sapling. So there's not too much of a difference either way. No. Okay. <gasps> I'll just finish the quiz because this is easy. Akatosh. Yeah. Sure, why not? So what's Akatosh all about? King of the gods. He is nice. The, yeah, the dragon god of time. That, does, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Barney, the lord of space and time. You've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, in references. <laughs> um, with Debella being the least likely. Fair enough. I am not a woman. <laughs> Blake, you should do the quiz. Or maybe in our next break. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Mm. Um, now so that I can go to charge, I'll be able to. Mm. Yeah. And it looks like the Daedric Prince uh, quiz is just as many options. <laughs> oh, boy. I, look, I know that there's a lot of Daedric Princes, but I feel like you don't need that many options to pick mm -hmm. from. You should be able to put yourself down to, like, I don't know, put six options and then be like, do it. Because given, I don't know how many questions this thing has, but... Uh, which Skyrim god are you? Yep. Excellent. Yeah. That's something. Um, yeah, it's so interesting how this all started. It was just like the Skyrim player that had killed everyone. Meanwhile, here I am, I started Skyrim again, and I'm trying to level up alchemy. However, I'm using a mod that changes the skill trees to make it less mind-numbingly boring to do. Mm. I enjoyed the alchemy stuff, mostly because I enjoyed running around the wilderness, grabbing whatever plants I could, and then shoving them all into my face and seeing what happened. It's like, what happens? Well, once you get to Dragonborn DLC, uh, you eat some Nets jelly, and you're paralyzed. For how long? Two seconds. Okay. Just grab everything, shove it in your mouth, and then exit to the menu, and your character just kind of seizes. You get the uh, sound effect is, you know, the after effects of ten different fruits and leaves and flowers and you, bees. You decided to eat some death bells or nighting. Uh, it's not nightingale. Um, 
there's another flower which is absolutely used for poison nightshade mm, yeah <laughs> it's like death bell and nightshade right death bell and nightshade what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> and then you go to the potions thing and then you just shove them all together and see what happens yeah you just keep throwing things in and unlock new like things for unlock new purposes for them hmm. mm. i enjoyed that there was there's one uh, alchemical ingredient you can only get in one way. It can only be used once, obviously, though. Mm. Um, have you ever done the Dark, Dark Brotherhood questline? No. So Dark Brotherhood questline, um, an attempt to kill the Emperor is that you get given the a an ingredient called Jaren Root, okay. which I can't remember where Astrid says she got it, gets it from, but you can't find it in Skyrim elsewhere. I think it's Cyrodelic. Cyrodelic? Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, but you use this jam root because it's supposed to be exceptionally lethal to anyone that eats it. Yeah, you it eat does it like and you two thousand, three thousand damage. You can survive it. You can survive yeah. it. It doesn't does it doesn't do that much damage because I did eat it once because why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and figured its first effect is damage health. Who could have seen that coming? Mm. Um, I think it did like a hundred and. 50 damage to me or something and if you're a civilian then that's like well well civilians goodbye. are absolutely dead the emperor yeah. absolutely dead yeah but you can't seem to get it anywhere else so i don't know what its other effects are because you unless you think you can discover all three effects at once which you can't mm. like all four effects i should say that's what saving and reloading is for i suppose <laughs> or the wiki just just or just cheating just summon it in Hello, I now have infinite poison root. Console commands, let's go. I mean, mm. I'll, I'll have a look, see if... I'm sure somebody has now looked at it and figured it out. Mm. So, what's in Jaren root? Find out. There's a lot of... just Lots of people put a lot of thought into Skyrim. Like that guy who was doing those funny challenges that you used to watch, Blake. The one where oh, he, dog sp dog. he speeds himself up very, very fast and then <laughs> has to get from one place to another place without doing any damage, but he's traveling at such a velocity that even leaving the ground mm. for a moment, getting the slightest bit of air, will basically kill him with full damage on the way down. So uh, he has to Doug get Doug's challenge of can I get from Whiterun to Markarth faster than a quick, than a fast travel? Yeah, so he's sort of running and sort of sliding along the sides of cliffs and jumping into rivers and just watching him do it over and over again and gradually get the hang of this high-speed parkour thing and, of course, blowing himself up many times along the way by hitting a rock or tripping over a small rise. It was really fun. And he had good commentary. Wait, is this the guy who did the voice commands as well? Yes. Yes. Uh, Reggie, forward. Yes. Um, uh, Doritos and Dorleftos uh, was another yes. one. Yes. She knows that a lot of these because I used to watch them when we were living together for a while. <laughs> so Jaren Root is found on the island of Stross Mackay. Okay. Um, Stross Mackay. Where is Stross Mackay? It is... In the middle Island of territory located on the eastern Abyssinian Sea, mainland regions of Spain, important kingdoms as well as the empires of Cyrodiil. Where? Province of Hammerfell. There you go. Hammerfell. So Hammerfell is where you get this thing from, but you okay. only get one in Skyrim. Mm. Um, so 
when you eat it, it does 200 points of health damage. <laughs> yep, that's a lot. So the other effects are damage magicka, three points for zero seconds. Okay, sure. Damage stamina, three points for zero seconds. And damage magicka regen, 100% for five seconds. I mean, I guess I didn't need actual numbers because it can't really be used yeah, much for it. Yeah, you're supposed to use it for just one thing. Um, however, what it says, there's a usefulness tab here. It says, combining Jaren root together with the ingredients such as crimson known root and glow dust or a human heart and blister wart will create a def uh, devastating poison. With a sufficient alchemy skill, the right alchemist perks, and fortify alchemy enchantments, the damage done by Jaren root poison can number in the thousands. Making cool. capable of killing, in instantly killing many powerful characters or enemies. That's really fun. So, Do you have to use it for the Emperor? Or can you just keep it? Um, See, here's the thing. You don't... It's not forced for you to put it in the food that you make for him. Mm. But the food will always still kill him. Yeah, that's... Fine. Oh, wait, it does kill him? Yeah, no matter what, I think it kills him. Did Weak someone... stomach. No, someone... Astra must have planted more Jaren roots in there already or something. Because the thing is, remember that it's not actually the Emperor in that moment... It's they knew there would be an assassination attempt, so the guy was just likely specked out to die already. No, oh, maybe. So they have a random dude there instead of the Emperor? Somebody who looks a exactly like him. Body double. Ah. I got Mara. What a, what a terrible job. I got Mara. Ha. Uh, goddess of love, often called the mother goddess. Wholesome. Kind, loving, gentle, compassionate pacifist. <laughs> you have no interest in power, yet you actually do have a certain inner power, one for making people happy. Make love, not war is a quote that resonates strongly with you. Hate the evil in the world, but you have a hard time accepting the fact you can't defeat evil people with kindness. Al, that is calling me the hell out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to do this quest again, because the nature goddess is not calling me out hard enough. Mm. I'm like, cool, nature's good, yep. Mm. It really didn't get... I chose warrior on the um, what class do you play question. Yeah. I think I ended up picking battle mage because that's my usual build in especially Skyrim. Mm, yeah, well, like with Skyrim, I theme my play around the fact that I kind of suck. Yeah. It's, it's like with TF2. I play soldier because you don't have to aim too well with a rocket launcher. Valid. As long as you're not using the direct hit. Mm. Using the direct miss? The game's best melee weapon? <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a great weapon. I love to use it, but, you know. Getting getting to do, you know, pretty much instant kills because I shot a rocket directly at someone. Mm. That works. Also, setting setting things on fire. So, yeah. pyro is good because you don't really have to aim with a flamethrower either. You just kind of run in there. and WM1. Yeah, wave around, pray... You and I are both filthy, filthy pyromanes. Mm, I haven't played enough TF2 over the years to really say that I'd main anyone in particular. Yeah, fail. But I enjoy it when I do play. I'm uh, just not able to keep track of everything that's happening at any one time. I've actually started to become a sniper main myself. Mm. Sniping's always good fun. Sniping's a good job, mate. <laughs> Opens a lot of doors. <laughs> Guarantee you'll not go hungry. Because <laughs> as long as there are two people Left alive... Left in the world, someone's going to want someone dead. There we go. It, it's actually mostly come a lot from um, the time I've been playing. Oh, what was I playing? Sort of Payday, but a few other games where I've taken up using a sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. 
And it turns out I'm not a bad shot on keyboard and mouse. Sniper mm. uh, is very satisfying when you make it work. Mm. Yeah. Boom. Headshot. It's, it's just you shoot once and then the enemy be gone. Gone. Mm. Bam! And the heavy's gone. Yes. Maybe it would be nice to try at some point. Mm. Because if you find a nice place to sit, maybe you don't have to continually pay attention to everything that's happening. It's just yeah. you and what's on the other end of your scope. Hmm. Though I'd have to get the hang of doing the whole zoom in, zoom out thing. One time I got stuck on the zoomed in. Yeah. And I didn't, I forgot what button to click to zoom out. So here I am looking at the zoomed in of anything. I remember we were playing with Cat a while ago and he was like, oh God, why is the, why is the scoping broken? Why is the scoping broken? It's a toggle. Oh, because <laughs> you click, right click, scope up. Tap, right click, scope down. Instead of most other games, where you hold right-click to ADS, mm. which is something I had to unlearn a bit when doing it as well. Yeah. I, I do much prefer having hold right-click and aim down sights. Mm. So I can stop at any, any time and just click again and be like, oh, God, no, there's a, there's a pyro on me. <laughs> ah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God, oh, but God. Like, how oh, did no. he get here? <laughs> I have too many questions. <laughs> I feel as if we're probably nearing a music break. Oh, no, I'm sure we passed it long ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All we'll head to a music break. You've been listening to Uni Game Study Radio on Tune FM 106.9. When I'm gypsy, I'll be running, searching for your heartbeat. I can feel your energy around me. Feeling tipsy, you had your hands in mine You made me feel the way I can't forget your smile No, what's love got to do with it? Diamond rings and everything May have had a bit too much of my addicted to your turf I can't be myself, girl, but you're not a wah 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 When I'm tipsy, I'll be running, searching for your heartbeat I can feel your energy around me Tell me that, daddy, I'ma pull up wavy
so I guess it's fine It's weird to think I'm gonna go to your funeral yeah. Or you'll come to mine I spend the day in bed, wake up Hello and welcome back to Uni Game Study Radio on Tune FM 106.9. And uh, one of us here has finished finished the quiz, although this is honestly a pretty long quiz to do. For uh, <laughs> which Daedric Prince are you, Kate? Which Daedric Prince are you? Shiagorath, apparently. The God of Madness Though himself. Though I feel like this is because I said that he was my favorite when I was doing the quiz, and then when they were like, "Which artifact was your favorite?" I was like, "The Wabberjack is pretty neat." <laughs> and I thought, hmm, I've I've gotten way too many Shiagorath points just now. <laughs> and then combined with my other quest, combined with some of my other answers, too many Shiagorath points. Mm. Too much chaotic <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got some of that. But at the mm. same time, I don't think I'm all of that. I yeah. definitely feel like there's some order in there. Question for the both of you, because I have no idea what to put for this. What would you describe my D&D alignment as? No, D&D alignment, lawful good, yeah. Yeah, I thought as much. <laughs> you are too good to be anything else. I guess I'll be taking the what's your house look like answer that you did as well. <laughs> Massive cleaning session from time to time, but immediately messed it up again. Yep. I'm actually quite proud. <laughs> when I was setting up my PS4 yesterday after I got back from 24-hour night, mm. I actually managed to clean my entire lounge room. Nice. Good stuff. Didn't Good. think you'd have such motivation after 24 hours, honestly. I mean, I'd already slept for four hours at that point. Mm. I went home at about, got home about probably one o'clock, crashed out, woke up again at like... Five. How was 24-hour night, by the way? I wasn't around. 
24 hour night was uh, pretty good. Had a fair fair amount of people. That's um, good. Still doesn't compare to the last ones we had gone to, but mm. you know, what can but we do? COVID. Right. But so just to let you guys know that we did have our 24 hour night. We can have those again. Yay. Uh, we will have another one next trimester at some point to be mm-hmm. announced. So hopefully next time I'll be able to come along. Did much D&D take place? Um, so Patrick and Hayden had played their game. Mm-hmm. Um, though we split it up we a bit because we were probably 10, like 10 or 11. We called it quits at about probably 3.30. <laughs> reconvened at about 7.30 after most of us got some sleep. Mm. Yeah, just a lot of us were not mentally there. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I can't yeah, do this right now. I feeling. So yeah, we had, uh, everybody had, had had a nap, and then well, I wish back I could have on. studied psychology. <laughs> like, just do Americans study psychology in high school? They do, I think. They do what? A little bit. Uh, the only thing about America that I'm jealous about so far. <laughs> There's, there's not much else to be jealous of, is there? I'm, try, I'm <laughs> trying to think about food things. Like, there's nice, huge there nice portion food. Unfortunately, I hear that all the soft drinks contain large amounts of high fructose corn syrup, which my body doesn't like. So well, I'll I, be. Can't, I can't have their American soda. I was expecting some stuff, but I was not entirely expecting that. Oh. A new what? hand touches the beacon. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I got Meridia. Huh. So what's Meridia's whole deal? Um, She and Azura are the one of the, are the <clears throat> two that aren't generally considered evil, mm. mostly because I don't know about Azura. I think he's not. they're known to be a bit more of one of the honest Daedra, mm-hmm. but Meridia actively detests the undead. Okay. And your mission for her is actually going in and clearing out her shrine, after a necromancer moved in and made a bunch of undead there. That's rude. So you sort of <laughs> I know, in. how dare he? <laughs> you walk in, kick their butts, the fight against Malakath, I think, not Malakath, like, the necromancer is actually really annoying because you kill him once and then he comes back as an undead even stronger oh. and starts throwing, like, high-level ice magic at you. Oh, but it gives you the best anti-undead weapon in the game afterwards, the Dawnbreaker. Oh, nice. It emits its own light, sets undead on fire, and there's a chance when you kill an undead that it will explode violently in a fireball that turns other undead away. Ooh, very useful. Advice to Skyrim players, don't use it if you're a vampire. <gasps> it, it does not have friendly fire. Oh, you're it's saying it does hurt yourself. When you do I'm it. pretty sure the fireball does hurt you, yes. Oh, that's funny. Which makes it really hard to do in a standard high re- um, high restoration build because you actually use vampirism to make your ability stronger because mm-hmm. it interacts oddly with one of the res- restoration perks. That's just so funny. Like, the, a vampire holding Die, a sword Die, foul that undead, pfft. Oh dear God, I'm on fire. Just holding a sword that literally smites other undead. Mm. That's really funny. Mm. It, I don't feel like I've used the Dawnbreaker much. I feel like I, I got it and then put it on a weapon rack to never be picked up again. It's like having a gla- it's like having a grave cleric who's a zombie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a revenant grave cleric, yeah. Revenant. <laughs> Just ev- all the sure. undead, please die, please. 
Except for me. Yeah. I'm the exception. It actually kind of reminds me of the end of Mass Effect 3, the destroy ending. You will mm-hmm. destroy all people who rely on synthetic technology to survive. This includes you. Starts walking down the red path. Did I stutter, <laughs> Starboy? <laughs> and also, I found out on Saturday that the Legendary Edition is actually out. Oh, cool. And it is actually cheaper than I expected. Mm-hmm. It is $80, $90, where normally a full AAA release will run you about 110 here. Cool. Cool. Did not pick it up though, because I'm I'm like torn between doing that and working towards my PS5 and getting it on that. Yeah, I say I say wait until the Mass Effect thing is a bit cheaper, has gone down in price a little. Yeah. Because there are games that I want to buy, but I don't have time at the moment to play them when I've got other games I want to mm. play. So it's like if I'm not going <laughs> to play them, I might as well just wait until they're cheaper and get them later on after exactly. release. Exactly. I do want to try Pokemon Snap at some point, but yeah. I've, I've got other games to play. Yeah, you need to finish Persona 4. Yeah, I'll get there. I mean, I've gotten past that last boss fight now, so yeah. now it's just going through mm. You get to finally much. stop teaching the old man a lesson. Yeah, mm. God. That, two, that two-part boss. That two-part mm. boss. It always trips you up when you get a two-parter. Because, sure. Or a three-parter. Oh, yeah, three-parter would be a pain. <laughs> because especially if it's the last one of the set that's the one that's tripping you up. Because then when you die, you have to go back to the start and do the whole thing over again. Mm. I still remember the vague fear you got when first fighting the first part of that. And you're like, oh, I'll put Yosuke in. This kind of relates to him. This, It's not going to go well. I'll fight. I'll die. And I'll go to bed. Oh, dear God, I killed him. Because he doesn't have... He's Because it's a two-part boss... It's sort of the way that the story is set up. It's set up that like, oh, this is the big fight. Here we go. It's time to actually defeat the bad guy. We finally got him. And then you get him. And he just kind of crumples like a wet paper bag. Well, maybe not qu- like a cardboard box. you got to kick him a bit, but it doesn't take much. Yeah, as soon as the tape's gone, it just folds. Yeah, but... And then you think, huh, that was uh, anticlimactic. And then the second part comes in and you're like, oh. This is, this is, yep, this is the boss fight. Okay. That's a giant eyesore. <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed. I can't, just like, I was about to mention something, but Blake, we haven't gone through Borderlands yet, so. Yep. And we can't just mute him like we did the other But <laughs> 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 he was on, joining us online. I mean, is it, a, is it part of Borderlands 2 that we haven't gotten to yet? Because I know we're like. Uh, the final fight, yes. Ah, fair enough. That's why I'm not saying it. <laughs> Understandable. Um. Also, oh, like, I think I actually know what that fight is, though. Mm-hmm. The Vault Guardian. Yes. See, I've actually. Seen we the we have the name. We have the name of it. You know, it's called the Warrior. Yeah, the Warrior. I've actually, I've watched videos of people like cheesing the Warrior. Yeah, look, the Warrior is a bit of a disappointment. Not the first time you fight it. Generally pretty difficult, but mm-hmm. uh, every time after it's generally pretty easy. It, mm. it, it, so has a, it, has a it doesn't have replay value. It's just kind of you come in and... Well, we're going to do it if I want to get to the next modes. So, like, True Vault Hunter mode and Ultra Vault Hunter mode, which is when you... Mm. New Game Plus. Ah, okay. Um, so, I do have to do it if I want to do that because that's the main story. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it has a pretty simple gimmick to actually be able to kill it. Mm. Which I'm not saying. We'll yeah. get there when we get there. <laughs> yeah. 
Leave a few hundred more dead in our wake. Any Borderlands players will know what I mean with the warrior, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, I was also going to mention, I finished the quiz finally. Yep. Hermaeus Mora. Who? Hermaeus Mora. God of knowledge. Neat. He's also an eldritch abomination when he shows himself. It's the t- tentacles. Prince, who is connected to one of the very few actual glitch patches in Skyrim. Really? The Ogma Infinium glitch. <laughs> I used that the first time I played Skyrim. I no shame. Hear this. Basically, it is a book that when you read it, you can select one of three options. Basically, the three schools of skills. Mm-hmm. Me- like the melee violence, the archery, and the social... Archery is under co- under Sorry. the combat. That's Magic un- and path archery of, stealth. Path okay. of might, path of magic. And path of... Path of the road. Sneaky boys. Yeah, Path of the Stabby Boys. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what um, it's called right now. And you get 15 points. Five. Into, oh, sorry, you get five points in every skill. So okay. five level ups of every skill of that. So there's six, like skill, that. six skill trees you get five levels in, so you get 30 levels of skill. Wow. Which at almost any level is enough to level you up. Mm-hmm. Usually after use, though, the book deletes itself from your inventory mm-hmm. after you close inventory. Well, it doesn't delete itself from its inventory, but loses that ability. Mm. Okay. You can still keep it and store it. Hmm. Right. But people found a way by reading it directly out of a bookshelf that by putting it straight back in the bookshelf, it didn't tick the box for red. Oh. So they could just pull it out, read it, put it back, pull so it out, read it, put it back. infinite experience and infinite levels up, level yes. ups for those skills for whichever ones you choose. I yeah. did it the first in my first place for Skyrim when I heard about it. I'm like, hell yeah, why and not? And they patch that, but they won't patch all the other stuff? They don't have time, apparently. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, look. They've also got Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, with the sheer amount of stuff in Skyrim and the sheer amount of bugs and things that mm. there are, I don't think they would have time either. I feel like the uh, gap between Elder Scrolls games is going to get bigger because I heard the gap between Oblivion and Skyrim was five years. Mm. Like, that was a development gap, and then... Like, what are we looking at now? A decade? We're at a decade one, now. One, 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 one. Well, I thought we're at a, so. We're at a decade in six months' time. Yes, because one, 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 one. It came one out 11th, 11th, 11th. Yes. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you're in America or not. Um, it's still correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just reminding me, like, that idea of them not having enough time... Reminds me of some interesting shade I've seen thrown around in the indie scene recently. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, come on. They have no excuse for not patching all the bugs. Just look at people like Toby Fox and um, Scott Cawthon pumping out. To- like, Toby made an entire game in under, like, two years with just him and Tammy, mm-hmm. more or less. And then, you know, then you have Scott just, like... There's churning him out. FNAF 1, FNAF 2, FNAF 3, FNAF 4. World. F- uh, world, which is sort of canon, but not quite. There's the pizza the, thing. Yeah, the pizza thing, which was free. Free release. Yeah, it's still re- still free. Yeah. Then um, there's Sister Location, Ultimate Custom Night. There's seven core games. Uh, Help Wanted, that's the VR Help one. Help Wanted. And I hear there's a FNAF movie on the way, so we'll see how that there's goes. Been a, there's been a FNAF movie on the way since 2014. I don't think I'm ever mm. going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> There's Security Breach, the Pokemon Go ripoff. There's That's a thing. They have a Pokemon Go ripoff? Yeah, I think it's also made by Niantic. I'm going to look at this. I, I'm, um, I'm security intrigued breach? by this. Oh, no, secu- Security Breach is the new one, sorry. It's FNAF Delivery or something? like. 
<laughs> Delivery. Like, right. Look up Five Nights at Freddy's on the Android store. Five Nights at Freddy's AR. That's the one. Five Nights at Freddy's AR. I thought it had like a neat nickname. So there's 11 core games so far. And he shows no he shows no signs of stopping, including Security Breach, which comes out later this year on PS5, and was actually one of the titles revealed with the price of the PS5. Yeah. In an official Sony promo, which is so good for Scott. Plus the FNAF uh, security logbook, which is a. The books are done by different people. Yeah, I, I think believe. the logbook was done by Scott because it's got a bunch of game-related stuff. And I think he's directly involved in the main storybooks. Yeah, there's a lot of books. But they're written by other people. There's a lot of books and there's a lot of comics as well. And yeah. honestly, it's like it's something that I think I don't think I've ever really played the games that much. But I mm. sort of keep in I keep in the know about what's going on with it, just yeah. kind of via osmosis, because I find it fascinating that this guy has just managed to continue pumping out stuff yearly, more than yearly. You know, he's just been going and still still succeeding. And like you said, PS5 releases yeah. for his newest thing. And, and please note that that is 10 or 11 games plus a four-part main series of books plus... I think he's got he's about six books or seven books deep in his Scholastic Goosebumps style series. Yeah. And also the logbook and other extraneous stuff. Like in this, only seven years. Yeah, a lot of stuff goes on with that. And even though it's not something I've been to, never particularly been into mm. horror as a thing in general. And from what I've heard of the lore, it is the wildest maze that you will never, like... Seems very get. extensive, despite yeah. what you think would be mm. a very, pretty simple storyline for this animatronics. Very extensive and full of holes, but in a way that you can have a great time tying, attempting to tie it all together. And I think... Matt Pat made a bloody living off that. Exactly. It's part of the fun that people get out of it, I suppose. The fun yeah. and frustration of being like, okay, what can I, mm. what can I, uh, can I string a coherent story out of all of this? There's also <laughs> the interesting fact revealed in um, Help Wanted that Scott Cawthon is canon to the Five Nights at Freddy's universe and was hired by Fazbear Entertainment to make the Five Nights at Freddy's games to discredit the stories of what happened at the pizzerias. I, I like that. Or, or was it the other way around? Was it that he made the games and then was discredited by the company as like, he's nuts, he doesn't know what he's talking about? It was one or the other, and then one of the playtesters got taken over by a ghost trapped in a motherboard from one of the burnt animatronics from the sixth game. <laughs> and also the seventh game is still somehow the soul of that same person in hell eternally suffering at the hands of one of the first people he killed who also subsequently lo won't let the rest fully die it's Weird. like i said okay. that basically basically those few sentences mm. kind of sum up what you need to know about the general vibe of what you're dealing with when you begin looking into the lore of Just that about game any series. indie game at this point <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but yes. I think I remember like two things which 
uh, led a fair amount of law in uh, FNAF series being Purple Guy. Oh, yes. And The Bite of 87? Yes. The Bite of 87, yes. Which is separate to the one shown in FNAF 4, which occurred in 83. I think it's implied that the 87 bite occurs in the timeline at FNAF 2 after (laughs) one of the animatronics gets hacked. (laughs) Oh. Look, it's it's been a while. I'm not as up to date on this as I used to be, yeah. but I remember, I and remember the back guy in high is the school. Rabbit. Back in high school, I had a friend who was really into it, and on the bus we'd watch the videos. This was in like mm. year seven or eight or something. On the bus we'd watch the videos, and so I so I always I always knew what was going on back then. But now they're like five games ahead, and I'm like. Mm, I think I'm going to leave that. <laughs> I, I just watch the game theory stuff at this point because it's fun to see Matt Pat suffer. <laughs> of course, f- for no other reason. Mm. Poor Matt. <laughs> Every Look, time he's he thinks go- he's got it, Scott brings something new out. Look, he's dug himself into this hole by this point. He's trying to make sense of this is his business model. Yeah. <laughs> Not like I, not like I keep theory. up. Not like I keep up to date with him either these days. I he does good work still. He's got three channels now: game theory, film theory, and food theory, where he goes over like nutritional data, psychology found of how like things are laid out in supermarkets, mm-hmm. were, how best to cook a turkey so it's evenly cooked. Huh. Hmm. hmm. That's that's something I wouldn't have expected to see from him. Yeah. Makes me like I start thinking about the YouTube channels that I do watch and I end up watching I watch a lot of Cinema Wins. Though that yeah. has nothing uh, not to cinema do sins. No, I watch Cinema Wins cuz it's great. Mm. It just it's just really enthusiastic about all the little nice things in movies. Yeah. It's like the opposite of nitpicking. It's like <laughs> nitpicking but for the good stuff. And pick knitting. <laughs> But it doesn't have to do with games, though. Video game movies, I suppose. They did one for, I think, the Sonic one and the Detective Pikachu one and other video game movies because they... remarkably rare at this point. mm, They often go for movies that were unpopular. It was a thing that they would do at the... when they first started up the channel mm. was to find movies that were unpopular or underrated and be like, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to point out all the little things that I like about it. Yeah. I'm just going to find the good bits. Point out some good things. Although, yeah. Um, it, you'd mm. be hard scraped to find some in Star Wars. Fight, <laughs> fight me. <laughs> the new yeah. ones, that is. Oh, he's <laughs> done them. He's done them. Okay. The new Star Wars movies? Yeah. yeah okay. It's fun. It, he actually had a ramble at the start of his episode 9 one that was like, this series started because every movie is someone's favorite. And I want to be able to show the other people why it could be someone's favorite. This one's for me. He actually apparently really likes the ninth movie. Mm. Okay. I liked the bit where there was the... I like that place where all the lightning was. Where you mm. walk under the weird Ex- floating thing Exegol. and there's lightning everywhere. Yeah, yeah the that's Sith cool. planet. And the big fleet of ships. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's episode nine. So. <laughs> Like, it, it seemed to have some cool things. There was just some yeah. execution things and also some very poor continuity. Like, I can, not li- I can not like the rest of what's going on or the fact that 
the whole Palpatine announcement was done. What was that done in through Fortnite. again? In Fortnite. There we go. I knew it was something ridiculous. Well, like also just no. Uh, it's like somehow Palpatine returned. Is, is that is that all you're gonna give us? Somehow. Is, is that it? <laughs> somehow. A long time ago in a galaxy that was actually just this one, they threw an old man down a reactor shaft. Unfortunately, he somehow got better. Moving on. <laughs> you, you can't just somehow. I feel like we've <sighs> gone off the topic of video games. Oh, that's fine. There, were, there are Star Wars video games too, but I haven't played many of them. Except like Fallen Star Wars Battlefront. Order. Fallen Order. Bloody good Fallen game. Order. Bloody good game. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that might have to wait for next week because I think it's almost time for the plug. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, uh, Games Night is on tomorrow night as usual, 6 o'clock onwards at the show. So... If you are bored on Tuesday night and don't want to do your studying just yet, well, you can bring your computer up and do it anyway. If you, if you, if you have a laptop, that is. Um, or bring your desktop up. We don't mind. We'll set up a table for you. Yeah, we'll figure out something for you if you if you really want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coming up, play some games with us. Play play on the VR. Play on our PCs. Play on Nintendo Switch. Um, I mentioned board games we got as well, like uh, Catan, Betrayal. House on the Hill. Uh, also joining us on the night, we do have uh, you and need Lego Society. So Wizards of the Coast are out this week, but we do have Lego Society, who will be doing their Lego Masters watch party on the night, if you would like to join them. Mm, they do nice. have uh, pizza and drinks available to purchase on the night. So if you'd like to come up and watch Lego Masters, they will be up in the stro alongside us. And if you can't make it, I've got to fill in for Pat on this one. Yep. If you can't make it, but still want to get your fill of nerdy goodness, feel free, and we actually quite encourage you to head over to Blackheart Games in the City Mall um, in order to get your fix of board games, card games, Warhammer once or twice a week. And if and they even have an entire shelf of board games you can play for free if you hop in and just take a table. But you can't take them home, understandably. So... <laughs> Head on in, show them some patronage. It's actually qu quite rare to find a store like that out here in the country. So, Didn't expect it to be it. here when it came here. So Yeah, yeah. it's a good not. place. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we shall see you next week. We do have Dungeons Airwaves on right after us. So have a good night, and we shall uh, speak to you again next week, or hope to see you tomorrow night. Anyway, this has been the UNI Game Society Radio on Tune FM 106.9. Have a good night. See you.